Well, 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 hello everyone, I'm Postmaster Radio, and welcome back to the Postmaster Mix Show. This is the one and only podcast for all things music and entertainment. New music from Chase Mangum to come in the first half of today's show. Plus, you know, long weekend has come and gone already. And for me, that long weekend involved a lot of improv with a sprinkle of the multiverse. What the hell do I mean by that? You'll find out in the second half of today's episode. Now, before we get this party started, a quick reminder that if you missed last week's show, catch up via the podcast link in the description. Also, if you have any requests for future mixes, let me know on Twitter and Insta at Postmaster Radio. And if you're listening to this week's show from either Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, please leave a rating and or review if it is not too much trouble. And now let's get this show going. Give me some of that hand clap. Here's Fitz and the Tantrums on the Postmaster Mix. Somebody save your soul cause you've been sinning in the city. I know too many troubles, all these lovers got you losing control. You like a drug to me, a luxury, my sugar and go. I want the good life every good night, you're a high one to hold. Cause you don't even know. was Fitz and the Tantrums hand clap on the Postmaster Mix show. 
You know the Netflix show Cobra Kai? One of my personal favorites. It's the show that serves as a sequel to the original Karate Kid films. And for those of you that don't know, I've got some great news. We won't have to wait as long for the return of the show. Season 5 will be released on Netflix on September the 9th. Awesome, ain't it? Now, the trailer for the new season, and this is for those of you that don't know, it was released on YouTube. If you haven't watched it yet, please do so via the link in the description after today's show, of course, because coming up in a little bit, I do want to talk to you about what potentially might happen during Cobra Kai's fifth season, and also how, apparently, this is new information to me, by the way, because I don't consider Cobra Kai to be a show that has flaws, but according to an article from Screen Rant, one specific rivalry may risk repeating the show's biggest flaw. What the heck does that mean? You don't know, neither do I, so we will find out together right after this next hit from the one and only... Tommy Two Tone, 8675309, Jenny Jenny on the Postmaster Mix.
8675309 Tommy Two Tone on the Postmaster Mix show. Now it's time to talk Cobra Kai. If you need catching up on the season 4 finale, well, you got to admit it gave viewers no mercy, as Sam of Miyagi-Do and Tori of Cobra Kai, although maybe not, I'll talk about that in a minute, fought for the All-Valley Trophy. Terry Silver returned to his Cobra Kai roots and usurped John Kreese's rule over the infamous dojo, and Miguel Diaz took off to Mexico to find his father. And all of these events definitely left us with many more questions than answers. Now, for more questions that the Cobra Kai Season 5 trailer left fans asking, check out the article from Collider.com. I'll leave you a link to it in the description. But there are a few things I want to mention from said article. First, is Miyagi-Do, Mr. Daniel LaRusso's Karate Dojo, done for good? The beloved dojo seemingly came to an end after the beloved Mr. Miyagi's death until Daniel started it up again in an attempt to fight off the new and improved Cobra Kai. This was, of course, all the way back at the beginning of the Cobra Kai show, but because of the deal made between the competitive dojos of Daniel, Johnny, and Mr. Terry Silver, that whoever wins the All-Valley remains in business, Torvi's win left Miyagi-Do and Johnny's new dojo, Eagle Fang, closing up shop. And by the looks of the way Daniel covers up the famous Miyagi-Do sign, you can't help but wonder if it truly will be the end of Miyagi-Do. You can't help but wonder that, but me personally, uh-uh, mm, no way. Miyagi-Do will definitely be back somehow. Maybe not this season, but at least before the show ends. Next question. Will Miguel find his father? We know that Miguel, at the end of season four, left to go to Mexico to try to find his father, but we learned that Miguel's dad doesn't even know that he has a son, let alone what he even looks like. So it's going to make for an interesting storyline. The question is, will Miguel and us Cobra Kai fans get some closure on the mysterious and possibly shady Mr. Diaz? Hopefully we will. One major thing, though, that first came to my mind when I saw the Cobra Kai trailer, will Torvi and maybe Kenny as well, will both of them turn good? You know Cobra Kai's bad gal, Torvi Nichols. She started to have some redeemable moments in Season 4, especially when she hit Sam during their fight at the All-Valley Tournament and immediately asks if she's okay. Plus, we know that she wasn't willing to win the tournament via dirty means. Unlike, of course, Terry Silver, who bribed the referee to assure Tori would win the fight. And in the trailer, we see her looking at her trophy, but mostly with dismay. Now, we know that Eli, aka Hawk, defected over to the good side in Season 3. So maybe Season 5 could finally be the time for Tori to join the good side and help take down her own dojo. I'm also hoping that Kenny, one of the newer recruits of Cobra Kai from last season, will also be redeemed. It's possible that Kenny's redemption might not happen in Season 5. Although, then again, Hawk turned bad in Season 2. He became good again in Season numero 3. Granted, it's not happening as quickly for Torvi because, well, there's still a lot she needs to work through. I guess we'll find out what happens down the road. Now, there is one more thing I wanted to mention. Remember that Screen Rant article explaining how Cobra Kai's Season 5 rivalry, and I quote, risks repeating the show's biggest flaw? I bet you want to know more about that, do you? So do I, but let's take a quick break from the Cobra Kai talk and let the musical stylings of Justin Timberlake take over. Can't stop the feeling on the Postmaster Mix. I got this feeling inside my bones. 
It goes electric, wavy when I turn it on. All from my city, all from my home. We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket, got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it, moving so phenomenally. Come on, like the way we rock it, so don't stop. enjoyed the Justin Timberlake break, now back to the Cobra Kai talk. So, as I mentioned earlier in the show, one major plot point for the upcoming fifth season of Cobra Kai, Miguel's search 
for his own father. Now, the fact that Robbie will be helping his biological father, Johnny, look for Miguel, that seemed to suggest that maybe the long-running rivalry between Johnny's son and his student will finally be resolved. But mm, the trailer seemed to depict more of a ongoing Johnny versus Daniel thing. And by that, I mean their dynamic of how just when it seems like things are looking up and they're going to be on the same page again, something always happens that gets the feud going again. And that may be a problem because the season 5 trailer revealed that not only will Miguel and Robbie be on bad terms when they first meet in Mexico, but the two of them will also fight back in Los Angeles. Now, here's where this article from Screen Rant comes into play. The article says, and I quote, The rivalry between Johnny and Daniel is fun and has been part of the franchise since the first Karate Kid movie, but it is reaching a point where it no longer serves the characters' stories. A problem that was evident in Cobra Kai Season 4. Miguel and Robbie are walking down a similar path and continuing their feud in Season 5 could be the wrong choice. The relationship between Robbie and Miguel is complex, and it involves much more than just karate disputes. Johnny's time and affection, as well as Sam's feelings, are things that have placed Robbie and Miguel on separate sides, and that only got worse after the school fight. End quote. Now, the school fight, of course, you may remember back in Season 2, major enough to escalate the feud between Robbie and Miguel, and things haven't really gotten much better since. The article also goes on to mention that Miguel and Robbie both have far more important things to worry about, and that just because Johnny and Daniel have taken forever to bury the hatchet doesn't mean the same thing has to apply for Miguel and Robbie. And honestly, I get that. That argument does have its merits, but the question is, Will Season 5 of Cobra Kai be the season in which Robbie and Miguel start on the path to becoming friends, or at least not enemies? I guess we'll have to wait and see. In the meantime, you can read more about this via the Screen Rant article. I'll leave you a link to it in the description. And now, moving away from Cobra Kai, how about a little fancy footwork? Here's Chromio on the Postmaster Mix.
What's going on, folks? It's me, Postmaster Radio, and now the time has come for new music from Chase Mangum. Answer to my life on the Postmaster Mix. That was new music from Chase Mangum, Answer to My Life on the Postmaster Mix Show. Such a great hit, Chase. Love your music. And coming up in a little bit for the rest of you wonderful listeners, a certain Canadian comedy troupe is back in the spotlight. More details to come after LL Cool J on the Postmaster Mix. Come on, man.
Hello again from Postmaster Radio on the Postmaster Mix Show. Now let's talk about the Kids in the Hall, a.k.a. one heck of a funny Canadian sketch comedy troupe formed in 1984, consisting of comedians Dave Foley, Bruce McCulloch, Kevin McDonald, Mark McKinney, and Scott Thompson. Their eponymous television show ran from 1989 to 1995 on CBC in Canada. But the show has made a comeback. All the way back in March of 2020, Amazon announced a revival of the series to be made available on Amazon Prime Video. This revival functions as the show's sixth season, featuring the return of the original kids, and the entire season was released almost two weeks ago on May 13th. So if you have Prime Video and you love the kids in the hall, this revival season is just for you. Be sure to check it out today. And with that, it's time to get back to the music. Snap the Power 12-inch mix version on the Postmaster Mix. American company Transceptor Technology приступила к производству компьютеров персональный спутник.
12 inch mix version my friend of snap the power on the postmaster mix show remember how at the beginning of the show i mentioned that i had a great long weekend i mentioned something about a little sprinkle of the multiverse i'll get to that a little bit later on but coming up in a couple minutes the part about a whole lot of improv do you remember me saying that I'm going to come back to it in a minute, but first, Katy Perry. You're going to hear her roar in three, two, one. I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath. Scared to rock the boat and make a mess. So I said quietly, agreed politely. I guess that I forgot I had a choice. I let you push me past the breaking point.
You're listening to the Postmaster Mix Show, and it's time to talk improv, specifically who's live anyway. That's the improv comedy show that I saw over the long weekend, and let me tell you, it was so much fun. I had a great time. Not the first time that I went to go see a Who's Live Anyway show. So, of course, you know, that's how great it is. If you're not familiar with Who's Live Anyway, allow me to explain. It's basically like the TV improv comedy show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? You know, that long-running improv TV show that's been renewed for season 19. Yeah, that's basically what Who's Live Anyway is all about. In this case, for... Very hilarious improvisers, Greg Proops, Jeff Davis, Ryan Stiles, and Joel Murray. They band together to deliver laughs to the wonderful audience members that come and see the shows. You've got the usual games like sound effects, greatest hits, and you know that duet game where a couple of the improvisers on the show sing a song about one of the audience members. But then there are games that you probably do not know unless you have been to a Who's Live Anyway show before, or you have seen an episode of either Drew Carey's Green Screen Show or Drew Carey's Improvaganza, both of which were short-lived improv TV shows. You've got an improv-styled game of freeze tag. There's a game that parodies Jeopardy, a game called First Date involving a couple in the audience in which they are selected and they give information about their first date, while two of the improvisers try to reenact said date. So much fun to watch. So yeah, all those games and more on Who's Live Anyway. I could go on, but what else is there to say? It's Greg Proops, Ryan Stiles, Joel Murray, and Jeff Davis improvising, doing all these crazy scenes, playing all these fun games, making you and me laugh every single time on every single Who's Live Anyway show. If you have not gone to one already, I highly recommend that you do. I guarantee that you will have a great time. And even if you have been before, who the heck cares? Go again for a second time, a third time, fourth time, fifth time, on and on and on. That's how funny the show is. That's how funny the improvisers are. If you want to take a look at tour dates, you know when Who's Live Anyway will be coming into your hometown. Be sure to visit their official website. I'll leave you a link to it in the description. And now continuing today's episode of the Postmaster Mix Show, here's Little Nas X. Need a boy you can cuddle with me all night. Give me one, let me long, be my sunlight Tell me lies, we can argue, we can fight Yeah, we did it before, but we'll do it tonight Yeah, that fro black boy with the gold teeth Your dark skin looking at me like you know me I wonder if you got the G or the B Let me find out the C, coming over to me, But I got nothing but love on my mind I need a baby with lime in my prime Need an adversary to my down and weary Like, tell me that's life when I'm stressing at night Be like, you'll be okay and everything's alright uh, Let me in nothing cause I'm not wanting anything But you're loving your body and a little bit of your brain Love away, but I want So 
someone to love me. I need someone who needs me. Cause it don't feel right when it's late at night and it's just me and my dreams. So I You're listening to the Postmaster Mix Show. Saturday Night Live will never be the same without Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, Pete Davidson, or Kyle Mooney. All four of them, in case you have not heard, it sadly is true. They are leaving the show. This means that the season 47 finale was the last episode for Kate, Pete, A.D., and Kyle. Oh my god, these four were, in my opinion, some of the funniest cast members of SNL of all time. I am going to miss them. I do want to ask you, though, out of these four cast members, which one is your personal favorite? Is it maybe Kate or Aidy, considering that both of them had been on the show for 10 years? Or maybe there is a je ne sais quoi factor to Pete Davidson? Or did Kyle Mooney make you laugh the hardest? Let me know on Twitter and Insta, at Postmaster Radio. Coming up in a little bit, something else that I did during the long weekend. Remember that little sprinkle of multiverse? More details after Cameo. Word up on the Postmaster Mix.
you are listening to the Postmaster Mix Show. I am Postmaster Radio. Spoiler alert from now if you have not seen the film yet. But finally, at long last, the long weekend was a good opportunity for me and my parents to see the new Doctor Strange film, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This was such a great film. I don't know about you, but my favorite part was, oh my god, that epic music note battle between Doctor Strange and one of his counterparts within the multiverse. And not to mention Doctor Strange's own dream walk slash possessing a dead corpse. Uh, I will admit that last part was crazy, but for those of you that have seen the film, you have to admit it did pull out all the stops, especially with the savageness of Wanda Maximoff slash Scarlet Witch, plus all of these amazing alternate universes within the multiverse. <laughs> Especially, I don't know why this stands out for me, but the paint dimension. That was a standout for me as well. Anyway, if you have seen Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, what was your favorite part about the film? Let me know on Twitter and Insta, at Postmaster Radio. Meanwhile, if you have not seen Doctor Strange in The Multiverse of Madness, please do so. It really is a great movie. It does get crazy at a couple of points, but still. Anyway, continuing today's Postmaster Mix Show, Kiss, I was made for loving you. I'm 
This is the Postmaster Mix Show. I am Postmaster Radio, and my time is almost up, but I do have time for one more hit from Smash Mouth. I'm a believer on the Postmaster Mix. That was Smash Mouth, I'm a Believer on the Postmaster Mix Show. You know that song was originally written by Neil Diamond and recorded by the Monkees in 1966. But the band Smash Mouth, they covered the song in 2001 as part of the soundtrack to the Shrek movie. Pretty cool, huh? Anyway, with that being said, that is all the time I have for today on the Postmaster Mix Show. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you had a great time as always. Before I do say goodbye, though, a couple of final announcements. First, if you have any songs to request for future shows, please let me know on Twitter and Instagram at Postmaster Radio. Also, please follow me on Twitter and Insta at Postmaster Radio and stay connected with the Postmaster Mix Show via the Apple and Google Podcast platforms as well as Anchor and Podchaser. You'll find all of the account links in the description. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, well, 
Bye for now. See ya.